Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Jeffrey Dobin with Duality Technologies, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Wes Anderson, Vice President, Executive Product Owner at Das Corporate, and Head of Enterprise Data Management at TD Bank. Hello, Wes. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for having me. So how do banks deal with that, what I'll call the data privacy versus data utility trade-off? It's, it's obviously something that's important that you're balancing right now, but what type of consequences does that create and, and how do you deal with that? Yeah, first and foremost, um, our CEO says this um, on more than one occasion to us, um, we're in the trust business, right? How we treat our customers' um, data is tied to do they trust PD Bank. And so we have to make sure that every time we go to use their data, we're taking that into consideration. So, um, you know, the trade-offs you talk about are using the data in a way that we, the customer would be comfortable with us using their data. And so we, we, we constantly have to look at that. And sometimes you may say, hey, um, I've got to completely take the customer details out of that equation. Well, what's... Um, What's the impact of that? It might be, I can't link it to other data with that customer if that's the primary key of that other data. It might be uh, a good example. I, I worked at a company previously where uh, our account information was tied to an email address. Well, that email address is the unique um, constraint that I would, I would uh, connect up with other information that we might have about that customer, whether it was uh, from outside the company or, or inside. Well, if I mask that or anonymize it, I can't join it up with that other data. So there's an impact on my utility of that particular data. Uh, but if we have something that is, is not um, customer identifiable at that point to be able to tie it to that external data, then um, I might be able to use that. So it's just an example of some of the things that you have to think about um, when linking it to other data, if you're using that PII information or um, personally identifiable information uh, to actually uniquely identify a customer. Yeah, so if you could leverage a new type of technology, a privacy enhancing technology that would potentially give you the best of both worlds where you could maintain privacy and compliance, de-identify the data, and then still use that email address as a unique identifier without any of the bank's analysts being able to actually see that information. What, what opportunities would that open up or what type of value would that create for banks that maybe it doesn't have today? So I think, um, you know, there's lots of, of use cases that you can use for segmenting your customers, market, uh, marketing type campaigns that target specific segments uh, of your customer, but also um, one of the big areas is fraud, right? When you're doing fraud analytics, uh, you have to be able to tie it to an individual uh, in a lot of cases. So can you do that consistently without the people who are doing that fraud analytics having access to the, the, the sensitive information? Um, it's a constant trade-off when you start looking at that, tying that fraud analytics to uh, customers that call into the call center. You've got to be able to connect the dots between these uh, different data sets. Uh, but can we do it in a way that allows us to not expose that information to the person that is doing that particular analysis? Uh, that's, that's the challenge that we constantly face. So 
you know, there are vendors out in the marketplace who are looking to tackle that. Can I do it in a consistent way behind the scenes that masks that from the analyst um, uh, who is building out the models to uh, determine, hey, do I have fraud based off of these uh, disparate data sets? Yeah, I think the fraud example is a really good one, Wes. Thank you for sharing that. So you're, you're discussing here some different challenges around data sharing. There are data sharing challenges internally within banks, and then also data sharing challenges externally when you make your data accessible or available to external third parties. From a governance and compliance standpoint, and also from your role in this, this all-encompassing data management, are there different types of anonymization techniques or privacy that you need to apply to the data for those internal scenarios versus external? And if so, how are you doing that? Yeah, there's definitely um, different uh, techniques for protecting that data. Um, at the end of the day, that's what you're trying to do is to protect your customer's data. Um, whether we're sharing it internally or externally, we, we have to look at those particular aspects of it. When you're, when you're dealing with that sensitive information, sometimes you don't need it for the use case that, uh, um, that you're actually sharing the data to, to perform. So, you know, uh, a third party may need certain information to be able to support your, uh, your contract with them, as an example. Well, sometimes sensitive information could come along for the ride unintentionally. So you have to evaluate, well, do I really even need to share that with them? That's First and foremost, you have to look at that particular component. Uh, but if it is required to be shared uh, for whatever uh, particular use case you have, then you have to start saying, well, does the individual need to have that information? Can I mask that from that individual? We may store it that way, but uh, uh, in, in the clear, but as you present that data, um, you're masking it from the, uh, the human who is actually looking at the data. Uh, data encryption techniques are always part of the, the question. Can I encrypt the data before I send it to another system? Uh, or for analysis purposes, especially, um, can I just create synthetic data? Uh, so identify where that sensitive information is and uh, uh, change that information for the particular uh, analytics model so that, you know, if it's a customer named John Smith, I change that to Bob Harris and still get the types of data that that analysis might look at, but it's not actually exposing any one individual's uh, information. So uh, there's, there's lots of different techniques we can do that, but we have to evaluate that um, uh, for internal cases as well as any third-party relationship that we may have. Wes, thank you very much for joining me today. Please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Jeff.